This is a City of Crestview podcast. Welcome to Season 4 of Civic View, your exclusive source to the inner workings of your local government. We created Civic View to inform and educate our community on all things Crestview, and we are excited to keep that going with another season of spotlights, history, events, and all the awesome things that make Crestview such an amazing place to live. So, let's get started. Hello, Crestview. That's right. It's me, your public information manager, Chance Levins. I am finally back from hiatus. I know all of you were missing me so, so very much. I know that because I had a few of you stop me in restaurants and ask me why uh, Civic View hasn't been back. And that is because, frankly, um, I was very busy, but also uh, because I was very busy. So that's what I had going on. Now, that being said, I am happy to be back. I'm excited to um, be back and get the show going. We're going to have a few episodes before uh, Christmas. And then uh, right after that, we should be like full on back in swing. And as a matter of fact, um, I'm just going to put this out there. Uh, You know, I've been looking for some guests and some other ideas. So if you are interested in something like that or or you have some cause or some foundation that you work with or something like that and you're interested in coming on and being on the show you can always reach out to me at pio at cityofcrestview.org uh don't be upset if i don't answer that email immediately uh that gets a lot of emails it takes me a day or so sometimes to go through them but i will do my best to reach back out to you now that being said why am i here right now today i am here right now today to talk about youth sports in the city of crestview and to talk with me about that is our um new uh director of parks and recreation brady peters brady thanks for being here appreciate you having me on here yeah um i know you're busy because it's basketball time and basketball is one of our i mean it's huge for us um here in the city of crestview and uh so i really appreciate you taking the time to come by and sit down with me and and the rest of the people of crestview collectively who will listen to this and uh talk about parks and recreation so uh to start with i want to talk a little bit about what makes you qualified to be our new director of parks and recreation um you uh you're uwf alum right i am i uh got my bachelor's in sports administration from the University of West Florida, and then I just finished up my master's in sports administration from the University of Arkansas State. Okay, so I don't know the um, mascot for Arkansas State. I don't care. I'm an Argo, so I'm just going to say go Argos. <laughs> Arkansas State is the Red Wolves. Okay, well, there you go. Some Whatever three of you that hear this that's in that, go Red Wolves too. Um, no, uh, I... Uh, I love when our organization hires people uh, that are educated here locally. You know, if UWF's a great school. I'd love to have them on, actually. It'd be kind of fun. Um, anyways, I'm digressing a little bit. Uh, so you studied sports management, sports administration. That cause, What is that exactly? So sports management and administration, they touch on all aspects of sports. Um, you know, whether it be recreation, you go into collegiate athletics, high school athletics, even into the professional leagues, and it kind of dapples into all those different categories. So, you know, it opens the door for many more opportunities once you get into the workforce. Um, okay, but so can you get like, not to dig too much, I'm just curious. It, it, it's like programming, like a how team or f- group functions, is that is that kind of it? or Right, so I mean, it, it touches all aspects of that. I mean, whether you want to go into the marketing side, you can do that. 
you can go into the management side. You we okay. take classes on that, or you go into the sports law if you're going up into the higher, okay, higher ups. There's classes on that as well. Okay, cool. So so it's a so it's a crash course in in all things sports administration and management. Correct, <laughs> correct. Like, sometimes I'm just curious, like you know what degrees mean. I you always know, ask people that. Um, now you did spend time uh, after you uh, before you came to work for us. You spent time. Um, working for uh, the uh, state college, your Northwest Florida State College, right? That's correct. Do, uh, what program did you work with when you were there? So I was the athletic coordinator there, um, doing a lot of separate things. Uh, we had a staff of three other than our head coaches and, and assistant coaches, so you know we're doing all kinds of things. Um, fortunately, I had the opportunity to go to three national championship games with our teams, uh, coming back home with one national championship with our nice. women's basketball team. Yeah, the ba- the especially the women's. I got my associate's degree from there. The the basketball's always been a big program there, but their That's women's right. basketball team has always been very good. Always, very, very always good. at the tops of the ranks. Yeah. Um, cool. So, so I mean, you know, you're speaking of basketball, then I think you know a thing or two about <laughs> basketball programs. <laughs> yeah. um, but now we have other programs too. It sounds like you know. Um, the best thing about Brady, no one knows this, is Brady's young, but that's okay. That means we're just going to smush a lot of um, <laughs> enthusiasm out of him. No. Um, so so let's, I mean, that, you know, I wanted to take a minute to, or a few minutes to kind of talk about, you know, why um, why we're excited to have you here at the city and, and what we, um, you know, hope and expect you to bring to our, to our parks and recreation, our youth programs, uh, youth sports programs, and adult sports programs, because... Uh, that's something that you know matters too. Um, so, you know, let there's uh, let's talk about that a little bit. Uh, I know that you were um, you were a student athlete. We won't talk about what high school. I'm not trying to get Brady beat up in the parking lot after Go a game. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna make sure he knows what a bulldog is before this is all said and done. But but you understand you came up doing uh, city league sports, right? Right. Yes, sir. And so, and then doing school sports and things like that. Um, what do you What do you think is one of the? And I did not prepare him for this question at all. So I just thought of it. So now he gets to answer it. What do you What do you think is one of the most valuable things about a youth sports uh, program for the kid from the from the child's perspective? Right. So yeah, youth sports is you know where I, where I made all my friends. Um, starting in t ball at four years old and playing in the youth leagues till I was fourteen. Um, you know, I mean, they're friends I still talk to today and they're, you know, it's easy to connect with people on sports when you, that's all you do growing up. And, um, it's just, it's a great, great way to get out of the house and be active and, and make friends all while doing it. Sure. I mean, I imagine that the, it's easy to build those bonds and friendships too, because when you're on the same team and you're all pulling for the same goal and you're working together and things like that, those are all foundational things that help. I mean, we do team building here at the city as organizationally as well, because those, those are very important foundations and fundamentals to making a human being a good human being. Right. <laughs> so yeah. how many different sports did you play when you were a kid? So I played football, baseball, and basketball growing up. Um, I stopped playing basketball after middle school. Uh, wasn't, really that, r- wasn't really the hype for it. So, uh, <laughs> so, so I focused on football and baseball and uh, played that all through high school. Okay. Um, um, what, was your, what was your favorite sport to play when you, were, when you did youth sports? Playing youth sports, um, I always liked playing baseball the best. Uh, I was left-handed, so I always liked being on the you're, mound and, you're and messing pitching everybody That's up. Right. With that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I see. I see how it is. Getting. Do you ever get hit? 
Oh yeah. So <laughs> talking about as a pitcher. Yeah. yeah. So actually, uh, I was in the eighth grade uh, playing against Davidson down at Pryor, and it was the fifth inning and got a line drive back to my jaw and broke Ooh. it broke it in two separate spots. Oh, so man. Luckily, I had braces, so they they wired me up for about a month, okay. and then and then I was good to go after that. Do you remember? I do. I, you know, I went into the hospital after that, and I I told the nurse I was like, yeah, I'm I'm seven foot seven, seven foot eight, <laughs> something like that, and they did didn't diagnose me with a concussion, which uh, I think was a wrongfully di- <laughs> diagnosis, but. Hey man, if you didn't lose consciousness, no. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, okay, so I mean that that that's unfortunate. That can happen sometimes, you know. I mean, baseballs are very hard. Yeah. I think they, you know, I think some of the gear and stuff like that for kids now has come quite a long way. Yeah, uh too. I mean, when I was playing, it was just like the the catcher was the only person that got any gear. The batter had a helmet, that was about it. And, mm-hmm. you know, everybody else was just there. I got knocked. I I missed a ball. Went up real high. I was in the outfield and put my glove on the wrong side and couldn't see anything <laughs> in the sun. And the ball came down the other direction and knocked me, pretty much knocked me out and gave me a concussion, gave me a big old goose egg on my head. That was a lesson learned to just move. Like, let just don't worry yeah. about it. And don't, <laughs> this ain't, that was probably this the time to get MLB. out of baseball. Like, yeah, just, just let it go, bud. It'll be all right. So, but um, anyhow, that was, yeah. So I, I didn't break my jaw. Good grief, man. That's rough. Um, Okay, so so you you understand then you know what what it means, what's important about youth sports. You know, I know it's complicated because we have volunteer parents as coaches in all of our sports. You know, I I know we we pay for umpires, um, but I mean everything else is it's volunteer system. Um, other than our our a few employees that help run the program, the employees that right. work for you uh, on your team, um. So, you know, I would say this, a little bit of patience for us. Oh, a lot <laughs> of patience. We're trying really, really hard. We're putting a lot of stuff in motion to, like, make a lot of this stuff easier, um, you know, and, and make things a little better. So uh, as far as ease of sign-up, ease of registration, we're going to talk about that in just a second. Um, you know, I imagine Brady has some great ideas uh, for s- s- some ways to just kind of streamline things. Um, and kind of move us into the 21st uh, century, so to speak, uh, when it comes to our just youth sports programs and, and again, adult, adult sports programs as well. Um, speaking of that, why don't you talk to us a little bit about uh, what we're doing now with registration? Yeah, so um, starting this past basketball season, uh, we've switched to Rec Desk, which is an online registration. Um, parents don't have to come in the office anymore to sign up their kids. Um, they can do it from the comfort of their own home, uh, if you will, and um, just makes life a lot easier for them, not having to take time out of their day, out of the work day to come up and sign their kids up. Yeah, and you can do that on our website. We have a link there. I'm actually um, behind, as I always am, but I'm going to rebuild the Parks and Recreation web pages too so that it's easier to to get to them and do them that way also. But can can you do it on your phone too? You can do it on your phone as well, um, It's and it's pretty mobile-friendly um, to, to do it on the Is it app-based or you have to do it through the website? It's through the website. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, yeah, they, they, don't, they don't have an app. Uh, I, I do want to just share this because you know I, I walked through the process you do have to you have to sign yourself up and basically you make the account for yourself the parent does and then you have to sign each one of your kids up 
collectively. That's but it, correct. It's a, it's a few steps, but once that's done, you're in the system. And then when you do future sports, you don't have to do that again. Like once you've submitted that birth certificate, so we have age verification, you don't have to do that again. You don't have to um, show it again, any of that kind of stuff. It stays in the system. We have record of it. Uh, if you do need help with it or you run into an issue, you can still come into the gym and get assistance. Uh, I know for um, basketball, and we'll probably do this for baseball too, we had a couple of computers up there. Uh, in case you don't have one at home, you can still come in and use one and get in the system, or we we can help you too, um, and and do registration that way. If you're you know maybe you're older, don't have a computer at home, but you're taking care of your grandkids or something like that, you know we're gonna do whatever we can to accommodate, uh, you know our our public and make sure they can still sign up for sports. Um, if you have questions about it, don't reach out to me. Reach out to Brady. <laughs> and Ter- Teresa and George are also yeah, Teresa are absolutely great Teresa and George are rock stars over there at the gym. Um and all of all of the staff is great over there. Um uh what's the phone number over there, Brady? So it's 850-682-4715. And um of course, obviously we've got the pickleball courts going too now. Um and uh we resurfaced the tennis court too, but the pickleball courts are going off like gangbusters, I I've been told. Yeah. Um looking, and, looking into fixing those. Yeah, right we're now. you know, we're Got the? Did we get the roof situation at the gym squared away? They are, and they're actually. We're gonna start. We're gonna put some uh, an HVAC system in there coming up in the next few months. Ooh, so finally, get some AC gonna have and, some air and, and get at the Crestview gym, in the twenty first century. You think Paris won't be as mad if there's air conditioning? <laughs> 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 I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. We love all of y'all. Um. So okay. Uh. So, um. Yeah. I mean, uh, the the reality of it is, is we we take sports. Uh, youth programs very seriously. Um, Brady wanted to go on a tirade about why uh, your city uh, sports programs are better than travel programs. <laughs> What's your, I mean, you don't have to go on a tirade, but like, can you share a little bit about right. why that's better? Right. So really it was after I got out of the youth programs, um, moved into high school, is travel ball started getting this thing where parents thought that, you know, you had to play travel ball to get into to a college scholarship. Well, and I've always heard it, you know, oh, he's only a recreation player. He's only, you know, he only plays in rec ball. He doesn't do travel leagues. Well, travel leagues, I believe, is just a moneymaker. Okay. I mean, I, you know, these rec kids, as if you will, rec kids, they still are still getting two or three months out of a season, and they're getting just as much work as these travel kids. And they can do it on their own, not have to pay a coach four or five hundred dollars a month to, to play travel ball. Um, two years before, or he's they were two years older than me, uh, Richie Grant. He played. He was just a rec ball player. Played. Didn't play any travel ball. And now he's a starting safety for the Atlanta Falcons. Okay, there you um, go. Another one is Alex Ward. He's a long snapper for the Los Angeles Rams, and they those two never played travel ball. Okay. And so now that being said, before I get lit on fire by the travel ball community and Brady gets the gym burnt down, we're not saying that if you choose to do travel ball that that's not cool and you shouldn't do it. Correct. You know, um, we love all the opportunities that our citizens and our community offer our kids. And we want those there. But what we are saying is that your recreation programs are competitive and that the, that the kids uh, can have fun, but kids can learn skills that carry on to allow them. They can build the fundamentals to go into uh, middle school ball, high school ball, college ball, professional if they make it to that and of course that's very slim margin of people that actually do make it to professional ball mm-hmm. but um 
that that's what we're trying to say there. We're trying to say that if income is a limitation, you know, that's one of the reasons why we've worked so hard here at the city to keep uh, the price to do our youth sports so low. Um, uh, it's still 60 for a resident, 65 for a non-resident. What that means is if you're not within the city limits. Yeah. So, um, so that, so that's, uh, so the, it's a little bit higher with the cheerleaders, but that's okay. The rest of the sports are uh, the same price. And then it depends on which sport it is where they get a Jersey shorts or Jersey hat, um, things like that. Same softball too. Uh, we do not do tackle football within the city. If you're new here, you're hearing this. Um, we do flag football and it is uh co-ed correct yes it is yeah um so the so and that program's it's a couple of years old i know it's growing you and i were looking at numbers recently it seems like it's picking up they're every year. Yep, they're starting to pick up and that's for seven eight nine year olds is peewee one and then 10 11 12 is peewee two okay and then we're still breaking down and we still breaking down baseball kind of the same way it has been for 100 years it's usually about every two years is, is the gap in there okay um, whereas our basketball leagues are every three years baseball is every two and then i know there's one sport they can play if they're under five is that soccer soccer yes yeah okay so if you're if you soccer they can be four years old four years old yes yeah sir. and then uh everything else they have to turn five before the season starts right yes so if they're four at registration time and the birth certificate shows that they'll be five before the sport starts, then they can do that. Same with soccer if they're three before registration, but then, or during registration, but before the season starts, they turn four, they get to play, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. And so, like, our cutoff for basketball this year is uh, January 1st. So, you know, our season starts actually this Saturday, December 9th. Um, but the cutoff, what we go by is just January 1st. Okay. Good deal. Again, I just want to remind everyone, look, look for that on our website, www.cityofchristie.org, and then it's under uh, Parks and Recreation, Youth Sports, and then there's, a, I think there's another link, I can't remember where it is, but I think it's under like the How Do I or something, there's a sign up there for Youth Sports also. To get in that to get in that system, it's, uh, what's it called, Rec, Rec Desk? Rec Desk, yeah. Um, and uh, again, like I said, I'm trying to make that a little bit more user-friendly into the new year, so hopefully when uh, baseball registration starts, maybe I can have that up and going. Um, so let's, let's talk a little bit. We, we've talked about that. Um, I do real quick want to touch on, um, adult sports as well. I know that we do softball. Is that correct? We don't anymore. No. Um, but I, I would like to get an adult programs back up, uh, running, um, ECSS Emerald Coast social sports down in Fort Walton. Uh, he's contacted me a few times, um, wanting to open up a social sports league up in Crestview, okay. which would be pretty cool. Uh, that, they they that, offer all kinds of sports. I was going to say, is that more than softball? They do. Well, they so it's more more so of like a social sports league rather than a competitive. So they do like um, kickball, t-ball, dodgeball. We can get some know, ultimate all, all frisbee kind of fun or stuff. anything like yeah, that. They, yeah, okay. they're open up right. everything. He's just looking at me like, what? what is ultimate frisbee? Nah, I don't know what you're talking about. Frisbee. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, cool. I mean, I, I think that, the, that there are a lot of active adults in our community. I mean, pickleball is any representation of that. Right. Um, there's... Plenty of space for that. I know our disc golf course, which is one of our parks, which are over as well. All the parks, that's going good. Um, and then the B&T Raceway, uh, those guys are fantastic. Uh, the skate park is doing great. We actually hosted our very first tournament. Uh, you were that was like your first. That was my first week on the week, job. First week, yeah. I was like, you should come to this. And he's he like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, no, it was great. That was a fantastic event too. Uh, I do want to say thanks again to Vert Skate Flip Flop Shop. Um, 
Belvita, I think, was one of our sponsors. That was a really cool event. I really enjoyed that. Uh, um, anyway, so I, we don't got a whole lot of time left here, but there's a couple things I want to talk about. One of those is uh, team um, sponsorships. That's something that I've had uh, some businesses ask us about recently, and Brady and I sat down and we worked on a plan. Um, we're not going to go over that right now too much, but we are offering – uh, some league sponsorships. We're going to test the, do a test run with our upcoming baseball season, which starts after the first of the year. Um, so if you get a call from us or someone on my team, it's legitimate. We're, we're trying to figure it out. The way we're kind of breaking it down right now is um, per league. Uh, and some of the leagues have more teams than others, so the sponsorship will cost a little bit more. But we're talking about uh, business name on all the jerseys, logo on all the jerseys. So you would be for a whole league or you could split a league with another a company um, and get that representation that'd be on the jerseys and it, and it pays for, well, you get free advertisement, obviously. Um, we're going to do some banners and stuff too. Uh, it, it, uh, covers, um, some of the cost of the program because like we talked about before, we have not raised the price of our program, despite the fact that inflation has gone up despite the, uh, dramatically, <laughs> despite the fact that it costs us more to have, co- um, um, officials, uh, and we, we have to have more staff cause we're growing. Uh, we're doing our very, very best to try to keep the cost of sports low, uh, low, uh, because we don't want that to be a barrier for children. And, um, I think Brady could agree with me that that is like our, our fundam one of our fundamental goals, uh, for all of our parks and recreation is, is families and, and kids and making sure people are able to have access to these resources. Yeah. It's funny. I was talking to George this morning, um, you know, about our costs and everything. And he said, yeah, I got here in 2001 and the costs haven't changed since then. Yeah. And I was like, those, that must've been pretty expensive back in 2001. That's, you know, 60, $65, but yeah. you know, but now, I mean, it's, that's a pretty cheap deal to get a uniform, you know, shirt and shorts and you get to play three months of sports for, right. for $60. Exactly. And so, and so we want to keep it that way. One of the ways we can do that is through these team sponsorships. If you're interested in that, you can reach out to me. Um, at PIO at cityofcrestview.org. You can call the gym. What's that number again? 850-682-4715. And then you can also email uh, Brady. It is yours, Peters B? Peters B. Peters B, P-E-T-E-R-S-B at cityofcrestview.org. Um, and, and uh, you know, talk to us. We're, we're going to be reaching out to the community too because this is something we really want to get going and we want to – it's an opportunity for everybody, for our youth sports, for the businesses as well. Um, so – I didn't get an opportunity too much to talk too much about the challenges of youth sports. I do know that um, some of those challenges are officiating. Uh, officials are, they don't really want to do it. Because <laughs> the parents are yelling at them so much they right? can't so, take the flack so for, y'all be, for y'all an hour. Don't yell at the refs so much, man. They're just, they're doing their best. You know, <laughs> they're doing their best. Um, but coaches are a big uh, struggle for us right now. Um, uh, because it, they're volunteers, they're parents and they, maybe they got other parents yelling at them. So again, the patience, that patience that I asked for earlier, you know, this is about kids having fun, kids having a good time, kids trying to get to play. Yes, we are. We did talk about building fundamentals and foundations and skills and things like that, but, but also it's still, uh, about kids having a good time and, and we can't do any of that if we don't have support of the community and we don't have, uh, the coaches, the parents to coach. So, um, you know, keep that in mind when you're going to sign up, uh, your kid for sports, if you can figure it out, you know, you don't, you don't have to be an expert at the sport to be a coach. Sometimes you just need to be there. 
<laughs> Literally. I know that sounds terrible for me to say, but that's that's the truth of it. Some of the rest of it will work itself out. And sometimes all it takes is you deciding, hey, I'll be coach, for someone else to step up and go, you know what, I'll be assistant coach. And then you got a team, right? Then that's you right. then you got then you got what you need. I mean, can you add anything to that, Brandon? No, I mean, yeah, like this year, for example, we have 75 basketball teams in our league, Um, 750 kids in our league, and so I mean, that's a lot of volunteers that we need. Yeah, if you got two, that's over 140. Right. I mean, it's (laughs) you know, and they're not all going to be experts in in the league, and that's fine. They just need to know just the basic fundamentals of the sport. I mean, YouTube a couple of videos and you can learn how to coach. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I would you can, be you can there Googling everything on, on YouTube line, now. Like, uh, okay, <laughs> so we're going to try. No, for real. Because, I mean, especially the younger kids, they're just trying to have a good time, man. Right. You know, so if you can teach them how to dribble, like for basketball, you can teach them how to dribble, you can teach them how to shoot. The rest of that stuff... I mean, they don't really need to be working that much on layups on their four or five, right? I mean, like they can barely they can barely get up to the basket at <laughs> yeah, that point. It's like you know, like so, so the so and the younger ones sometimes are the ones we really struggle to get the coaches with too. Be, uh, you know, it's like I think sometimes the middle age is probably okay. I think what I, Teresa often emails me is I need pee wee or little kids, and then I need like the top and the fourteen year olds because a lot of those kids have. They're, they have gone on to play in middle school or things like that, so right. their parents are invested in that, or they're doing travel ball and their parents are invested in that. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, so I do just want to say, you know, uh, we can't make any of this happen if we don't have coaches, and you all are part of that, right? So the, all of you that volunteer, um, so that's just it's just fundamental for this program to be able to work, and we want to work with everyone. You know, we do our, we do our best. So again, like maybe your kid's six and you and you're signing them up for sports for the first time be a coach go rent a couple books from the library it doesn't cost anything um and, and it saves you 30 dollars to sign your your child that's up right you're coaching some money unless you're coaching <laughs> cheerleading then it's gonna save you a little more maybe but okay so uh, boy howdy that was fun um so that is probably one of the challenges for us i was gonna add a question here for brady to ask him about you know some of the future plans what we'll have to do is we'll have to get back together uh because we are like out of time we'll have to get back together and talk about um some of the stuff because i know there's some changes going on at twin hills park mm-hmm. we got approval to do some equipment upgrades a new splash pad there's all kinds of cool stuff brady and i can do this for like three hours long but no one's going to want to listen to us for three <laughs> hours so i don't want to edit it for three hours so <laughs> that that being said um is there anything else you want to add not at the top of my head um uh, you know just come out and see our basketball leagues uh we've we've got some new jerseys this year um they're 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 pretty nice george has done a great job of getting new uniforms uh look they look like nba jerseys i mean they're they're really great and uh we look forward to seeing those kids light up when those new jerseys come in and and get to see their faces awesome sounds like a great time uh okay so now you know those of you that are very regular listeners you know, you're not going to get out of here without me saying it. Even though I took some time off, uh, an elephant never forgets. I'm not saying I'm an elephant, but I definitely don't forget very many things. So what I am going to say is that local government has the largest impact in your life on a daily basis than any other form of government. Whatever's going on at the state level affects you a little bit. Whatever's going on at the federal level is mostly just noise 90% of the time. And what happens right here at the county level and the state level is what affects you the most. That's why civic engagement is important. That's why we do this podcast. It's why we uh, live stream all of our public meetings, which you are also free to come to. They are open to the public. Um, 
uh, we are here. Reach out to us. You can email the city manager directly at citymanager at cityofcrestview.org. He does, in fact, read those and will respond to them. You can email me, PIO, at cityofcrestview.org. I will read those. I will respond to those if a response is appropriate. (laughs) Follow us on social media. Uh, Pay attention to the things that are happening in your city. Whether you like it or not, let us know. Let us know if you like what we're doing. Let us know if you don't like what we're doing because the only way we can make adjustments and changes that we aren't seeing ourselves is if you let us know. We don't think we have all the answers to everything, um, despite what the Internet said. Uh, we we try our best. I'm referring to the Christmas parade that was canceled twice. We do have something that's going to go on on the 16th over at the Community Center, and there'll be more information on that later, too. Uh, I want to say thank you to WAAZWJSB for getting these on the radio on Saturday mornings. I still really, really appreciate that. They're probably like, thank you so much, because we've been editing the content for a while. I, I do really appreciate that. I know that's how I get a lot of people to listen, but you can also catch these for free on any major streaming platform. It doesn't cost you anything. All the episodes are on there, so you can go listen to uh, me back in the early days of doing this, like floundering around, not knowing what I'm doing, um, which is what I sound like I'm doing right now. Um, so again, I want to say, Brady, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for giving me the time to talk on here. Yeah. And then we'll get you back on to do some more stuff. Um, I'm looking forward to the new year and to the new conversations I'm going to have with people. I hope you are too. And with that, I'm going to say, be safe, Crestview. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Civic View. You can hear new episodes every Friday on Spotify, Pandora, Amazon, Audible, Podbean, iHeartRadio, and on our website at www.cityofcrestview.org. Civic View is a public affairs program produced and recorded right here at City Hall and is also featured Saturday mornings at 7 a.m. on WAAZ-FM and WJSB-AM. Our music is recorded, produced, and performed by Scott Holmes, and you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at City of Crestview. And with that, I'll say be safe, Crestview, and I'll catch you next time.